<laughs> slightly frightening how good you are at that noise. <laughs> Welcome to the MovieVail.org podcast, episode number 62. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm Kushal. I'm Karan. And today we're talking about... Anime. Oh, wow. Look <laughs> at the enthusiasm in your voice. A bit, look, we've been... What's your problem with anime? I've got a problem with anime, but we've been, ho- we've been holding this off for, it seems like, how many months you've been wanting to do this episode? Since the Hokusai. Was that four, geez, or six months 15 ago? 15 episodes ago. Jesus. Uh yeah, yeah. Well, you, why? Tell me why you're depressed about anime. No, I wasn't depressed about it. I would just say that you're like anime. It just. I think I I dropped out of anime like when I last watched Naruto. Naruto. Or, na, Naruto. Naruto. <laughs> you didn't watch anything besides Naruto. As in that was the last thing I watched. Forty five episode forty five. Geez, that was last April. It was a long time. A long time. Um, okay, yeah. So let's, 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 let me ask you the question from a different perspective. Because this is one of these interesting episodes where we're not talking about current movies. We're talking about selection of stuff that people can get into. Yeah. Maybe uh, increase people's interest. I, ideally, this is a conversation between me and you. Yeah. Because I'm trying to increase your interest in these things by maybe giving you um, a summary of some of these storylines and things. Yeah. Yep. How do you feel about Brexit Britain, where we are right now? Not very positive. What's your What's your knowledge of current state of affairs regarding this whole Brexit bullshit? So, to the extent that I understand, it feels like the whole landscape in which we live in is going to change in terms of the the way we live our lives, like the things that we buy on a daily basis. So, groceries. Um, I think for me that is probably where our biggest thing is going to be was like just spending money is going to be a massive issue for us because everything that's imported beyond the UK yep. is going to be a biggest, biggest issue for us. Prices are going to go up or prices are going to go. Up. I, I, that's to the extent to which I believe that's going to be the biggest issue for us. I think. So um, what's, what's, on a day-to-day do basis. you know when the final day is? March. Sub- March. Yeah. March. Okay. Yeah. And do we know what the solution is? What they're going to do? Do they have a solution? <laughs> I, didn't think they, I didn't think they had a solution. No, no. Uh, I know what my solution is. Joe <laughs> uh, uh, Joe Johnson is it one mm. of the Johnson one of the yeah, one of the Johnsons Boris's. in the government just came out and said, "Oh, he thinks we should just have another referendum based on the truth, okay, not based on lies." Um, but. I, I, my perception of the world around me has just completely changed. Mm. I feel like I'm in an anime, one of these okay. animes where everything's normal, yep. everything's fine, yep. and then suddenly the entire fucking world turns upside down, and I almost feel like I, you know, don't belong, never belonged, don't want to be here. Mm. It's a terrible, terrible feeling. Um, and it's kind of the storyline of many of these animes mm. trying to make sense of a crazy fucking world that makes no sense. And, 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 and the, uh, and how that's done is through these various crazy story mechanisms, mm. um, that relate to things that happen in our lives. Mm. Um, 
because the real things that we're dealing with can be as boring as Brexit. So you're leaving. Mm. I'm probably leaving. Yeah. So we're going to be an international podcast. Yeah. Broadcasting from Europe and Canada. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting. <laughs> and, and and that is partly a result of, you know, how do you feel, you know, if, some, if something suddenly changed and you mm. couldn't leave and you had to stay here, mm. would you be happy about that? Yeah, I think to some extent, I think when when we were waiting to find out, I think I was in both camps. I'd be, uh, we would have been able to still continue our lives here. It just would have changed slightly, you know, but our expenditures would have gone up or whatever, you know, we, we would have adapted. And I think that's what we do, isn't it? Isn't that, as humans, that's what we do. We, we, ad- we, ad- we adapt to our surroundings. And I think I was almost prepared to do that. Um, I think going to Canada was, you know, it was it was never a reaction to Brexit. It was a it was a it was an attraction to Toronto. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I, I don't know. I think it was it wasn't me running away from you know our country. It was wanting wanting to to do something different and I guess take a risk. I guess it. So it's funny about that. Go on. Um, so if I said to you. Oh, if alcohol was legalized tomorrow, yeah, and it, it, it had been illegal. And I mm. said to you, have you been down the pub yet? Was there a massive queue? Mm. Uh, it, it wouldn't be weird because we don't understand that, you know, we don't live in this society where alcohol has been illegal for ages mm. and it's suddenly legal. When mm. something is suddenly legal, mm. It's very weird because mm. everyone still treats it like it's like some kind of taboo or mm. something that's illegal. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to have these conversations with cousins I have in Canada, mm. two or three, and no one wants to talk about it. It's, it's yeah. very weird. Yeah, it's I've, like a taboo had, subject. Yes, I've had the same thing. It's like talking about it with, okay, let's say if I brought up my parents. Hey, yeah, if I just said to them, smoked some weed today. What? <laughs> you did what? Uh, it's legal, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but it's drugs. Yeah, but it's legal. Paracetamol's a drug. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I agree. It's well, drugs drugs for pleasure. Uh, I mean, you know, we're not going to cover this subject because <laughs> that's what Rogan's podcast is for. Pleasure or, you know, calming down and getting away from your anxiety and all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I wake up in the morning and I have very strong coffee. Yes, it's a drug. Partly for the taste. Yeah. <laughs> if it was just for the taste, I'd be drinking decaf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Very good could. Very good decaf might give me a good taste. So okay, let's um, let's get back on track. So, yeah. I mean, you had some anime experiences earlier in life. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've got a note saying, "Karana Matata." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, can't remember Karuna. what it was. Karuna Matata. Is what you got? Karuna Matata. Okay, these are the things you watched. FMA. Full Metal Alchemist, yes. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was... This is many years ago, is it? Yep. I think that was probably... You enjoyed uh, it. Why? Yeah, my very limited experience of anime. That was my favorite. Why? Now, let Uh, me just clarify. Before I interrupt you, then I'll try not to interrupt you. Okay. Although I'm very bad at that. Um, It's a man problem, I think. Yeah. When we say anime, we're not talking... um, Dragon Ball Z and Pikachus and weird things like that. (laughs) Uh, we're talking um, in the you know the artistic history of 
the art history of Japan includes um, animated, styled animations, mm. styled uh, comic styled um, paintings mm. and uh, drawings and huge pieces of artwork that tell a story. And the weird cultural migration we had where we shoved in the West, where we shoved all of these things into a category that's for children, mm. didn't really happen in Japan, mm. where it's just a medium um, with which to tell a story. Mm. And so manga, the, the, the co very serious comics that are the, the root of most of these anime, mm. are for adults. There are very, very adult stories. Um, I don't mean adult stories like they're all porno, although that comes into it. And personally, I try and stay away from those because they're frustrating and I have no interest in that. <laughs> it's annoying. Um, it's funny, you were talking about this last episode, not yeah. last episode, two episodes ago. You were saying how, you know, we were talking about how comic books... It's the cliched anime reader image. Yeah, go on. How comic books were initially a a medium that was meant for children have now turned into a medium that is adorned by, uh, adored by, uh, by, by adults, I guess. Yeah. Um, as movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But these are just comic and, and Marvel's also grown up. And a lot of the um, Western comics I've, no I've noticed over the last sort of five to 10 years, mm. very, very uh, ad uh, adult focus. And mm. I don't mean porn. I, every time I say adult, we live in a fucking society where adult seems to mean porn. I don't mean porn. Adult entertainment. Yeah. Grown up. I can't say mature because that's a very specific type of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Every single fucking word means porn. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm just talking about grown up entertainment. Yeah. Like you wouldn't watch From Dusk Till Dawn with your kids. Okay. Although there's a lot of naked women in From Us to Dawn, so that was a really, really bad example. Yeah, that's the next thing I'm going to watch. Oh, great. Okay. Found a reason for you to finally catch up with <laughs> 20th, 20th century entertainment. And I'm old. You call me old. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, yes. Full Metal Alchemist, why did you like it? I think <clears throat> when I, to be fair, I'm not sure if I watched it now, I'd probably have the same effect, but... When I watched it back then, I, I really, I think it was probably, it's quite heavy for something that was traditionally supposed to be a, a child's medium, right? How do you mean heavy? The idea of changing, tra transmutation, right? Changing a, a, a young boy into this supposedly inanimate object and he's lost his entire life because of this one mistake because they were trying to bring their mom back from the dead. That concept in itself is that it's flash, isn't it? The, 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 yes. When flash is trying to go back and trying to save his mom's life, that concept is such a heavy concept to try and fathom. How yes. do you bring someone back from the dead? It's an issue that Anakin dealt with and he couldn't try quite get his head around. And in doing so he, he led it. He led himself into a very dark path and it felt like at the beginning of FMA, that's what happened here you know, the, yes. what was that? What the brother's names, uh, something brothers, Ed Elric, whatever name is. Yeah. Um, they were at the beginning of that path and they encountered a lot of dark things with the, uh, with the sins and, uh, and, and all this other stuff. And I think that is what drove me to watch it is because I was massively compelled with 
wanting to see what happened with these brothers by the end of it. Like, would they have, you know, did they get better? Did they change their perspective on life? Did they still want to save their mum by the end of it? Did they... And, and relative relative to other animations you were watching at the yeah. time, how did it feel? Um, it was very adult. It wasn't... Yeah. It didn't feel like it was... It, it felt like I was watching a, a series of something, you know? It, it didn't feel like it was a child's thing. But that was a perception that everybody had. It was, it's animated, so it's for kids. And for me, the concept of something animated being for adults was very different because, you know, around the time South Park had, was probably in its prime, Simpsons, again, was, was in its prime. And, you know, those things were very, excuse me, South Park particularly was, was very adult. You know, it wasn't... But it's adult in a different way. Yes, yeah. But I think when people think of animated things, that even to this day, I think many people think animated things is for kids. South Park is adult because they swear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But also because the topics that they address. Yes. It's very but political. And it's even some of the things that they do within the animated things. You know, you wouldn't see um, someone grind up uh, someone's parents and feed it to them as chili. I don't know if you've ever watched that episode where Cartman ground. Yeah. I mean, you know, stuff like that. It was, it was very adult, but it was very, um, what's the word? It was mature. It was for mature audiences. And I it's think mature, it but also slightly obtuse yes. um, in that they purposely try and pick controversial topics. Yes. Definitely. Whereas a lot of these anime try and explore um, deep uh, philosophical themes. Which is what this yeah. format of Alchemist was. Um, and I think that the concept of trying to cheat death um, or changing the, the very nature, the very balance of this earth, this planet, our existence that's, it, it was such a heavy thing for anybody to get their head around. And I think the fact that they addressed it in such a, uh, what's the articulate way through these animations was for me at the time. And I wasn't quite much of a thinker back then, but for me, I was like, this is, this is really heavy, but I, I'm really enjoying this. Yes. Yeah. Um, Cause it makes you think it makes yeah. you ask these weird questions. Yeah. So next, if we mix, uh, three genres, black exploitation of the 1970s, film noir from the 1950s and cowboy Westerns like Star Wars and more, you get cowboy bebop. Yep. This is another anime that you watched back then. Yes. Yeah. What, Again, uh, it, gone. it was very, very, very adult. And it, I think it, it was very adult in a very kind of downplayed way, if that makes sense. So it's a space Western. Yes. Um, and a bunch of guys, and girls mm. on a ship mm. that goes from a ship's called the cowboy bebop bebop yeah and um they go from place to place mm. getting involved with things mm. uh, but it's like watching a uh, film noir mm. it, it's cool but anyway what, what, what did you like about this just that i think it was the fact that it was very cool yeah and it wasn't like a, oh that's cool man but it was like a oh that's cool kind of thing do you yes. know what i mean it just felt when i was watching it i was like oh this is it felt like it needed to be a live action thing. It wasn't spoon fed. No, it was no, no, absolutely. And yeah. it was, um, I think if I watched it now, I'd pick up a lot of different things that I did back then. Um, it just felt like a lot. It was ahead of its time. Okay. Even so now, I think if I watched it and a full metal alchemist, uh, the brotherhood, uh, movie, they've mm. turned it into a movie is mm. on Netflix. Mm. Um, and it's, it's okay to watch. Mm. It's not great, but it's entertaining. Gives mm. you a taste of, the Cowboy Bebop, the original anime, is mm. now on Netflix. Yes. Um, 
And so that brings us to the other one that you mentioned when we were having this conversation in the pub, which was Naruto. 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 Yeah. Uh, with- that one was a very different one. It was so strange. I think I, wa- I started watching it when I was at university. So this is 2000 and- 2007. So Naruto follows the story of a boy who grows up in what seems to be a parallel universe mm. and where ninja villages um, are appointed to look after different areas of mm. the world, mm. different parts, diff- different areas of different countries. Mm. Um, and he grows up as this uh, boy without parents, mm. basically, you mm. know, as many of these heroes are, they have no parents. Mm. Um, trying to come to terms with the world where he is some kind of weird outcast because mm. there's something inside him. Mm. And um, I don't think it's a big giveaway mm. if I say that eventually he figures out that he seems to be weirdly in touch yeah. with this demon Mm. that's attached to him somehow nine-tailed fox that was called yes and so people feel a bit wary of him is that a japanese thing nine-tailed fox or something the yes for the, the tailed foxes yes because it one of the pokemon are nine tails yeah is a fox yeah who's got nine tails so i just i just didn't know if it was a thing no, and, and what's that thing on sonic the hedgehog oh uh you know he's a squirrel isn't he how many tails Oh, he's got two tails. I think so. Oh. Wait, what is that? What is their fascination with tails? Uh, there's a lot of weird um, uh, Shinto forest spirit mythology coming into these stories okay. uh, with how creatures are represented yeah. when they are possessed by spirits, how okay. they have mutated from what we call a normal. Okay. So there's a lot of that stuff that comes into it, which you get used to as you watch more and more of these. Okay. So tell me about Naruto, because that's very... You know, one of my one of my favorites back then. But, but what did you think? There were a lot of layers to the show. I think, um, but with, I think I was younger, so I think I appreciated the um, the competitive aspect of the show. Um, it almost felt like you know at times where they had these tournaments and things, um, it just felt like okay, this is it was compelling stuff to watch. You know, it felt like, okay, what's going to happen next? What's, what's going to happen next? Oh, who's going to win? And it, it, it made you want to root for some of these characters because it was written really well as well. Um, I, I can't pinpoint exactly why I wanted to, why I, why I continued to watch it because I, I watched the entire run of the first, what would you call them? Is it the first season? The first season. Chippewden was when it became a teenager. That's right. Yeah. And I, I watched probably one or two episodes of that. Um, that was when it got really good. Like okay. really good. I think Naruto has the biggest heart and soul. Mm. Um, that series is. And I think that's what it was. It's full on. I think because you, it made you, the, the, the characters were compelling. It so, was so they, much. They weren't just deep, rich history, complicated yeah. characters. Yeah. And they weren't just, you know, for lack of a better word, I guess, two dimensional characters. They were, no. they were fleshed out. They were fully fleshed out. These people, these animated characters had heart, right? And yeah, you you watching Naruto made you want to him himself. He made you want to continue watching him because it was you almost empathize with his journey. Um, because I think obviously I think it's sort of you know a given that they've written his character to almost represent some of us. You know because a lot of us think that we're outcasts and a lot of us think that you know we're very different to everybody else and and that was- and, and we all also go through. We also um, go through journeys of self-discovery. Mm. We go through 
what seem to be our things that we're good at, mm. things that we're bad at. We mm. discover our natural talents. Um, and then we go through phases of transformation mm. where we become different people mm. as we experience different things in life. Right. And all of these things are addressed mm. um, through, you know, ver various thematic uh, mechanics yeah. in, in, in Narada. And I think on the surface, it sounds like a quite straightforward, simple, almost cliched way of writing something. But again, when you watch it, it's friendship, it, loyalty. Yeah. They, um, it's intertwined with these stories that are, take place in this parallel universe, but they take place in, in settings that are again, larger than life. They, they do things that are superhuman. They have these abilities that are derived from actual, um, practices, uh, the ninjutsu stuff and all this other stuff. I mean, obviously the, the magic-y stuff with the surgery hands and all this other stuff. I'm not sure how real that is, but <laughs> it, 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 it comes from somewhere. Um, and I think that's what, yeah, that's what got me to watch it. I think it was like, so uh, uh, two questions. Yep. Why did you stop? And what is a filler episode? <laughs> I stopped. I stopped because I discovered Netflix. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was quite recent there because I, yeah. Cause I think when Netflix come out, Netflix came out, what? 2012. Is that right? I don't know. I didn't get Netflix for years. Really? Yeah. Although I'd read every single blog post they did about the technology because mm. of what they were building. Cause it was just awesome. Well, cause they had, um, they used to do the, the whole DVD thing, didn't they? Like love film, love film. Oh yeah, thing. of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did have Netflix. It was when it was different. Um, pre-pivot. When did it start? But yeah, so, so, Whatever it was. You started watching all of these movies and series instead. Yeah. And I discovered like real shows and all this kind of stuff, like live action things. And for, for, <laughs> I think it was just a thing that got pushed aside. Um, What's uh, a filler episode? A filler episode is um, when you have a bunch of established characters and you're trying to progress the season along and you have something fun that comes along and you just want to fill that gap of that gap between episodes with something, just an event, uh, an arbitrary event. So, so a filler episode in anime is when, like you said, stupid shit is happening with the characters that mm -hmm. doesn't seem related to the main story at all. It's just an aside and it yep. feels like it's for little children. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's following the main story. Mm. And it is the anime equivalent of the flashback episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in every series, yeah. in every sitcom, in every, every TV series Clip you show. ever watch, yeah. at some point you'll have a flashback episode. Yeah. And what's happened is the writers are all on holiday. Yeah. Okay. The writers are on holiday and the showrunner said, no, we need to make another show. Yeah. And everyone's like, the writers are on holiday. Well, all at the same time. Yeah. Cause they didn't want to write without each other. So we just let them all go together. So, but we need to put a show out. So what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> we'll do a flashback episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's what happens in Hollywood. In the world of anime, you get a filler episode. Okay. They take the characters and actors um, and they just do stupid shit which is really frustrating because you just want to figure out which ones are the filler episode because I really don't want to watch those. Yeah. And you get to the main ones. And so don't be put off if you, if you come across those. So let's get on to There's some a of lot the, of those in Doctor Who. 
yeah, kind of. I, uh, Doctor Who was finding its own feet okay. um, and continuously sitting on its own balls in the beginning. Um, but now there are no balls. So, okay. yeah, no balls. To Just on. balls in a different form. Sure. So, okay. Uh, there is an anime called Elfenliad, mm. and I would not recommend this because it is visually quite explicit it was a weird old one i will definitely watch this <laughs> it's a weird old one it's um i mean back in uh <laughs> you're making a note back in like, let me tell you what it's about go on um so you've watched fist of the north star no but i'm also intrigued why <laughs> it's fist of the it's got the word fist in it yeah. wow <laughs> i'm just sometimes i'm glad you're going canada because it's... Elf and Liet, right. Yep. So this is about a girl yeah. who escapes. I'm sold. She escapes from a lab. Yeah. She doesn't know what the hell is going on. Yeah? Yep. Um, her name is Eleven, basically. And she's got oh, weird yeah. powers. Okay. And she comes into contact with people in society. Yeah. And when they try to recapture her, yeah. her powers come into play and just slice people to bits and she just kills everyone that tries to capture okay. her. Okay. And eventually she makes, she befriends this boy who takes her in as an orphan, as a, in a, a sort of adopts her into his house. Yeah. If this sounds familiar, it's because it's literally the source of does, yeah. Stranger Things. It does say here, yeah. Yeah. Now I wouldn't say watch Elf and Lead because it's a very old anime and you know, it goes, it goes off in a different direction, but the main concept is identical. So, so like there are scenes in this anime that were recreated in Stranger Things. It does say here. So it says, uh, a quote here, sorry, it says the different brothers have cited Elf and Lead as an influence. The 2016 television show Stranger Things. They said, as an influence. As an influence. Yes. They said that Elf and Lead was like an ultra violent ET and noted that the character Eleven was inspired by the anime. The Defra Brothers also cited the influence of Akira, which in turn yeah. had influenced Elf and Lead. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, uh, yeah, because that's, that's, did you ever see Akira? Akira was uh, probably the first major anime movie that mm. like everyone, like I remember like people saying at school, oh, who's got it? He's got it. Get mm. it off him on video. And we just pass the video around and everyone would watch it. And it would be like, have you seen it? It's fucking mental. It's like mm. this kid and he's got these powers and it goes mad and he's just blowing shit up. And it was just, it was absolutely nuts mm. and nothing like that was being made in the mm. world of movies. Today you have movies like that mm. and all these things, you know, the, Hollywood has taken so much from um, manga and anime, mm. but you don't know that unless you've seen these, some of these manga and anime and Akira was the first. So I've spent a while talking about Elf and Liad, which I said I wouldn't recommend, but just for trivia purposes. Yep. Um, Let's get on to ones I would recommend. Uh, Bleach is an old one. Um, and it's it was a classic. It was insanely popular. Yep. Like a you know, a good 300 odd episodes. I remember how big it was at the same time. Wow. Uh, a personal favorite. They've turned it into a movie. Yes. Not a bad movie. Okay. It's quite entertaining to watch. Okay. They cover like almost the entire first half of the first season yep. in one movie. It's interesting. pretty good. I, at the time when I was watching all of this, yeah, I was a part of a forum, you know, forums with a thing, yeah, and we all discuss this, and they'd always talk about Bleach, but at the same time, obviously Naruto was airing, and we would talk about that as well. I think that also contributed to me wanting to watch it because to be part of that conversation, 
And so, so in in the in the Bleach universe, yep. um, heaven mm. is a 17th century Japanese village. Yep. And uh, next to heaven is this place, domain of the gods. Yeah. These death gods called Shinigami. Okay. And Sounds familiar. Occasionally, they come to Earth. And they take care of lost souls. Yep. Because if you don't take care of lost souls, they become these weird demonic things that just eat other souls, soul eaters okay. or whatever. Uh, and there's a, I've probably not explained that very well at all, but you'll get the idea when you watch it. Mm. Um, and we have this uh, kid. Yeah. Mm. Who has bleached blonde hair, mm. who something's happened in his life at one point mm. and he can see these death gods mm. and he gets involved with one. Uh, when it comes for his, for him, mm. and that's that's the only, I can't do, anything more would be a giveaway. When you were saying that, I got confused between that and Death Note. Death Note also has a Shinigami, okay, a right, Death God, okay, but it's a slightly different concept. Death Note um, uh, was, was an absolutely awesome, um, much newer hmm. anime from a few years ago. Yeah. A lot of these are from Shonen Jump. Oh yes, that's uh, it. Yeah, which yeah. Is a series of uh, the, the shonen series of comics in Japan have lots of different different uh, stories and episodes mm. of, and everyone's always collecting them and trying to get them. But anyway, a lot of these are from there because they just produce quality after quality. Mm. Death Note was about a kid who finds a book. Have you seen it? No, I know. I, I'm some kind of familiar with the concept. Uh, there's a Shinigami who's got a weird sense of humor, mm. and he likes to eat apples. Okay, weirdly, yeah. um, and he is bored. So he has a book called the, his death note. Mm. And if someone's going to die, it's, what he does is he just writes their name, okay. and how they die. And he lets it fall to earth and lets a kid find it. And it's got instructions and uh, constraints on how this book can be used in written in there. So he did this on purpose. And he did it on purpose. Okay. He does it on purpose for entertainment. Um, and the kid starts experimenting. He doesn't believe it, obviously, because mm. it sounds mental, but he does it and it works. And he goes on to just, trying to figure out how he can best use this book. Don't watch the Death Note movie. Okay. It's not good. <laughs> it's not American, is it? It's just not good. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, kind of. It's, it, I don't want to say it. Just don't watch it. Watch the anime series if you get a chance. Is it on Netflix? I think it was for a while. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, have, have a look at that. Um, there is a fairly new one called Samurai Champaloo. Sounds familiar. And this is um, the, it has the coolness of Cowboy Bebop, but it's based in sort of 18th century, 17th century Japan. Yeah. Again. And so if you want, if someone wants something more sort of traditional looking, uh, that works. Mm. There's some Western efforts like Iron Man Rise of the Technovore, which has been made like an anime. Okay. Have you seen this? No, no, no. Batman, oh. we were just, you were just saying the other day, Batman Ninja, Ninja is on Netflix. Is now on Netflix. Not great, but interesting if Batman had been made by some of these studios, yeah. how it would come out. Very different style. They did, did, did um, remember, I don't know if you've seen Batman Gotham Knight. Yes. That was very, very much like that as yes, well. Yes, it was. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was like three different styles yes. in one movie. Yeah. Yep. That was really good. Um, yeah, that works. Uh, here's a, here's a good one. One that I'd highly recommend at the top of the list is, uh, Arjun. Mm. I think that's what I said that you should have a go at. Mm. Arjun is about a, uh, about these, there are certain people in society where when they die, 
a spirit of mm. sorts attaches itself to them mm-hmm. and they come back to life mm. and they're there from there onwards they pretty much can't be killed mm. and they're called the ajin mm. uh, it's very serious very adult um anime so okay. it's good um if you're into science fiction you can't beat buram <laughs> what is it called buram <laughs> Spell it for me. B L A M E exclamation mark. Okay. Blame. Blame. Okay. Um, but blame yeah. is the misspelling of the Japanese expression of a violent explosion going oh. Buran. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, which seems to be like, a mild, blame. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is a kind of like a reference to um, the the. Uh, Killy, the lead character's mm. gun. He's got this insane weapon that just burns through absolutely everything. Okay. And he himself is a bit of an odd creature. So this is based in a, in a very strange future mm. where uh, builders, builder mm. droids have built out the earth. They mm. built like a Dyson sphere and they carry on going. And it's like a Dyson sphere that keeps going like to the, possibly to the edge of the edge of the solar system. Mm. It's absolutely insanely huge. Mm. People say that this, comic could never be made into an anime because it mm. was so big and random mm. and it's when you actually read the what i i read the uh the blame um manga mm. for ages and a lot of it there is no dialogue okay it's purely visual and so you think how would you make this so they've mm. taken a very small part of okay. the blame uh, uh stories and they've turned it into an, a very entertaining anime okay uh, it's, it's cool to watch. It, it, it's got cool all over it. And they used, interestingly, I mean, there's a crap one called Knights of Sidonia. I'm mm. saying crap. Probably people will love it out there, but I'm, I wasn't really a fan of it. Mm. And they used a new sort of 3D rendering process mm. where they said, well, in 3D, if you're having, having these big 3D environments, mm. what's the point of drawing everything? If you could build it like in a Unity engine, like mm. you do with, you know how Unity is used to build games? Yeah. Um, which is basically the Unreal Engine with a sort of building interface mm. on top of it scripting interface mm. on top. Um, and then if you could render it, so it kind of looks like an animation, mm. it'll be much easier to create camera sweeping, uh, uh, moving through mm-hmm. about three, 3d objects about in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Knights of Sidonia is about, um, a, a survivorship going through space. This is on Netflix. Mm. Um, and it's okay. I mean, it's to taste basically. Mm. I think it's okay. And there's all these cloned humans on board. Mm. And they are trying to take out these aliens that once attacked Earth. And it's this new rendering method. So it's a lot of space fights between ships cool, and okay. stuff. It's a very cool technology that's yeah. been used. Same technology was used to make Blame. Okay. It looks very different. Uh, I think I like the look. Mm. Yeah. Interestingly, a studio came along recently and said, could we use that mm. process to make something with that look? And that was Sick. Star Wars Resistance. Sick. And Star Wars Resistance, which is which takes place um, before Episode Seven, mm. um, is made using the same three D rendering process okay. and has exactly the same look as mm. Knights of Sidonia and um, um, Blame. Know. So it gives you an idea of where these things come from yeah. when they hit the West. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Gwendolyn um, from what's her name? Gwendolyn, I think. Christy. Christy. Mm. Uh, She's in it, Captain Phasma. Oh yeah, and what's his face, isn't it? He, um, Oscar Isaac is Oscar Isaac's in it yeah. as, po- as Poe Dameron. 
He's actually through the whole thing, whole thing. He's in it from the first episode, and then he occasionally pops up. Um, Adam Driver. Is this Kylo Ren? Wait, Kylo Ren's in it. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, who else is in it? Anthony Daniels appears as three PO at one point. Is uh, Ray in it? Uh, no, because it's episode. It takes place before episode seven. So so far, there's no Ray, but. Phasma's in it like all the time because she's the main so antagonist. So is this now the replacement for Rebels and Clone Wars? And that? I, I think it's something different to that. I think, uh, and I love the fact that we're getting smoothly getting into this month's Star Wars reference. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go a month without it. Um, I, I think it's Luke's films or Disney's realisation that Episode seven is great, but introducing people like, I mean, Captain Phasma appears and it's like, oh, cool, shiny Stormtrooper. Mm. And then episode eight, beaten up and killed by Finn. Yeah. Seems a waste of a very shiny Stormtrooper mm. suit. We need to know more. Mm. Yeah. Solo, we need to know more. Mm. Or Poe Dameron, the best pilot in the galaxy yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. We need to know more. Mm. This is just, it, the films are almost like um, just skimming off the ice icing mm. of a cake. Yeah. And these series that they're making lets you go. This is the first three or four episodes of Star Wars Resistance. Honestly, quite boring character establishment. Okay. And I think they're trying to appeal to a much younger audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which doesn't last long because episode four and five yeah. straight into it okay. with uh, stormtroopers chasing this guy and children who are survivors from a genocide and all the sort oh, of stuff shit. you get from okay. Clone Wars. Okay. Where these, and these kids are like, yeah, all our people were killed and we're the only people left of our race. It's like, what happened? Oh, someone called Kylo Ren just killed everyone. Oh, and you're sick. like, oh shit. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, it's Star Wars Resistance. Um, uh, it's, you know, Lucasfilm's attempt at anime and it's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Kingsglaive. I've put it in here because Kingsglaive Final Fantasy 15. Mm. Uh, I think I mentioned it before. You did. It's called, Video game it's called Lena Headey and Sean Bean. Okay. And Aaron Paul. Yep. Um, reasonably entertaining. Okay. That's Kingsglaive. Uh, mildly entertaining. Yep. Um, that's from a game, but a very anime, entertaining anime style. Um, there's an old one called Ruroni Genshin. Yep. <laughs> No? no? Ruroni Kenshin. Yeah. This is awesome. Based on many, many old legends of these like super duper uh, fighters that okay. came, that, that had legends around them yeah. after the uh, many years of civil war that mm. they had in uh, 16th century Japan. Um, they made movies out of this one. Mm. Three movies. As in like actual like anime movies or like actual anime? feature film movies. In Japan? Yeah. Okay. The, the anime was so good. Again, the heart Heart and Soul nearly as big as Naruto. Yeah. Um, and the feature films are on Amazon Prime. Okay. Even if you haven't watched the anime, the films are awesome. Okay. And the guy in it, I, I, I was really dreading watching these after mm. watching some of the sort of movie conversions. And the guy who plays um, Genshin, mm. he, he's nailed it. It's, mm. it's really good. It's a bit, <laughs> it's good. Okay. Um, it's basically a kid who's basically, I keep saying basically he's about 21 years old yeah. or something, um, something like that. And he, but his entire life is trained to be the, this insane swordsman. And then he becomes a legend that stops using a sword. Is the anime for this on Netflix? Possibly. No, okay. uh, Veronica Genshin might be on Amazon prime again. Okay. It'll be somewhere. Um, but the movies are on um, yeah. prime, which are good. Uh, another one, on Amazon prime is one called Onihai, which is a, as a, along the similar veins as Veronica Genshin. Mm. 
Uh, it's about a guy who's set up as a independent police mm. force um, of with with an incredible level of integrity that mm. would just take down criminals all over mm. um, um, J- Japan yeah. back in the time where it was pretty lawless. Uh, so they're quite entertaining to watch. There's the uh, a Netflix-funded two or three-part series of Godzilla, which is an anime. Yeah, you talked about it. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it again. I talked about it in a different episode. Basically, it's it's weird. It's good. The first one's really good. Second one, they just talk for ages. Yep. <laughs> and then a few things happen. Um, I'm not is, sure where they're going with it. Is it related to the, the film that came out at all? No. Okay. No. It, it, I mean, it's good. It's watchable. I wouldn't okay. say don't watch it. Um. Tell you what is good. Children of the Whales, which is based in a very odd dystopian future of um, people that live that like where they, there, there are these shifting seas of sand all yeah. over the world. Mm. Seas of sand. And in the sand, there are these sand whales. No, no, there are not sand whales. There are these islands of rock that are called whales, like ships. Mm. Um, and there's generations of kids born on these whales, who some of which have these... Uh, weird abilities um, and it's a story of these children and it's a very very light touch soft story um, that is it's very engaging to watch it's entertaining it's not one of these crazy violent things yeah it's very philosophical okay the way you were describing um, if you want to watch something that's completely offbeat I'd have a couple of suggestions the first would be on uh, Amazon Prime Hmm. And it's called Banana Fish. It's an odd one. It's yeah. about a bunch of detectives. It's it's like a, a urban New York street crime anime um, with some very offbeat characters. Uh, it's entertaining. It's good. Watch another one. Yeah. I don't know if you've never watched it before. Gunslinger Girl. Yeah. Did you watch this? I watched a bit of it. Not not wasn't my thing at the time, but I'm pretty happy to be get into it again. It's wrong because I remember that there was a film that came out a few years back called Hannah. Do you remember this? Okay, yeah. Uh, Shersha Ronan was in it and she played this. I, I never watched it, but it just, when I watched the trailer, it reminded me very much of Gunslinger Girl. Right. Um, and at the time I thought, again, Gunslinger Girl was quite far ahead of its time. And the, obviously the whole concept of making children do these things where they weren't supposed to do. The idea of a child being an assassin was quite interesting. And it, you'd saw a lot of inspiration when people made these films from anime. It was quite interesting. Okay, cool. Um, is that on any of these? I think it's on Netflix. Oh, really? I think it is on Have Netflix. A look. Yeah, Gunslinger Girl, it is on Netflix. It is? Yep. Cool. I will check that out because um, I can't remember why I didn't carry on with it. But yeah, that's one for me to check out. Yep. Um, another odd one on Netflix. I think it's on yep. Netflix. It might be on Amazon Prime. I can't yep. remember which one. It's on one of them too. It's called Neo Yokio. Yeah, Netflix. It's on Netflix. It was a Netflix show. Okay, yeah. right. So this is very weird. Okay. But entertaining. It's on my list. You remember, I remember you telling me to watch it. It's a dystopian future where the earth is flooded and uh, people have changed their views on um, capitalism. Mm. So it's almost like a critique on extremist capitalism. Um which sort of still exists and doesn't. And it, it's, uh, it's very funny. It's almost like a black comedy. And it, it was so unique and different that when it came time to 
voicing it mm. uh, in English. Mm. So this is one of the, I would always say watch them all in the original language okay. and appreciate the Japanese actors yeah. um, and just watch it with subtitles. Mm. But Neo Yogyo, I would say watch it, watch the English English version okay. because it's voiced by Will Smith, Jude Law, Susan Sarandon, Peter Serafinowicz, uh, Richard Ayoade, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> It's very, very weird. Oh, shit. If, okay. if you're not ready for what you're watching, you'll just yeah. be like, what the hell is this? But it's, uh, yeah, it's like almost like a, you could watch it as a almost, I think, but uh, careful here now. I think you could watch it as a family. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember if there's any weird okay, stuff. Okay. But they're, they're like these scenes that are like seem innocent. And then Richard Ayade will just make like a, I think he plays one of the butlers on there. Yeah. And he just says like weird stuff like, yeah, of course, well, you can do this. That doesn't mean this <laughs> at all, does it? It, it, it? The way he does. Yeah. Um, it's good. Okay. Uh, very different. Very Might weird. Might be on that one. Um, I love One Punch. Okay. One Punch, is, it, it makes me laugh. Every single episode makes me laugh. Explain the concept of this. One Punch is a piss take yeah. of... <laughs> of anime <laughs> and it's a guy yeah. who trained and trained and trained and yeah. he became the most powerful superhero yeah and uh in the process lost his hair which is a bit of a challenge okay. in his life because he just he's quite paranoid about being bold yeah doesn't want to be boldy and um but he became so powerful that he can destroy absolutely any a enemy mm. with one punch now at this point you'd understand mm. life becomes quite boring Yep. If you can destroy any threat yep. to society with one punch, what will he be bothered about? Mm. He's bothered about making it to the supermarket on a Tuesday when the sale's on. <laughs> <laughs> and when things like that don't happen, yeah. because he's busy destroying bad guys, he gets yeah. stressed out okay. because he's like, this is important in life. It's a one-off opportunity yeah. and I've missed it. Um, and so yeah, he's not bothered about stuff. So when mm. there's, there's like a superhero ranking mm. and he comes, there's like A class, B class, C class, <laughs> and, and he just like nails it because he's like the most powerful. Yeah. And then he can't be asked to do the written test. So he's, uh, he's put in as a C class because mm. he didn't do the, he didn't pass the written exam, <laughs> yeah. which stresses him yeah. out. And then he's trying to figure out how do I become an A class? But he's already the most powerful and he's just chasing this weird vain thing. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, in, in, in a very dark way. Um, okay. So going move, move from something that's very funny to something that's very poignant, I guess. Um, yeah. Inuyashiki, Last mm. Hero, which is on Amazon Prime, mm. puts an old guy who's dying of cancer. His family ignore him and he's yeah. got nothing left. And he thinks he's, you know, like at one point he gets the news that he's got cancer, tries mm. to call everyone in his family and everyone ignores his call. Mm. Everyone ignores his call. Mm. And he's just watching it thinking, oh my God, this is so fucking horrible. Mm. And it's like a really sort of, it's frightening to watch because you mm. think, I don't, I don't ever want to be in that situation. Mm. Um, and then... Uh, weird mechanic, an alien spaceship lands, converts him and this other random guy or kills them by accident. Yeah. And you, or you just hear this conversation. You just hear this weird conversation where the aliens are talking to each other and they're like, you've crash landed on this planet. Mm -hmm. Okay, well turn around and leave. Yeah. It's like, there were some, there were two guys here and we killed yeah. them. We'll just remake them. Yeah. It's like, we haven't got time to remake them. Just, just remake them. Like we normally remake using our technology. Yeah. So they remake these two guys, put the memories back in, and then this spaceship leaves. And then you never hear from this spaceship again. Right? It's just a weird, weird thing what that happens. What is it called again? Yeah. Inuyashiki. Inuyashiki. Last hero. Yeah? So 
The point of that was the, the aliens... Netflix, um, Amazon. Amazon Prime. Turned these two guys yep. into these, like, war androids, just packed full of weapons with the ability to fly and everything. <laughs> yeah. And the teenage kid just becomes a psychopath and takes on society. Yep. And the old man who sees a world collapsing around him and he's full of like love and compassion mm. for society becomes an old person superhero, which is missing in society. We don't have old okay, people yeah, as superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So amazing concept, mm. even though it's a weird mechanic in the mm. middle. And then it's fantastic to watch this old guy and he's trying to figure out how he can save more people. Okay. Uh, really like it. Sword Art Online was quite a new one. Um, it's taking the concept of how you meet inside a game. Mm. So imagine you went into Halo mm. and it was a headset mm. and you and you were in gloves and a bodysuit and you could feel everything, a neural connection. So Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. And then... So this is interesting because the guy that wrote Ready Player One, mm. the guy who wrote the book, what's mm. his name? I've now forgotten again. It's not... Uh, anyway, yeah. that guy, he got interviewed... Um, by people that said ready player one is about a guy who meets a girl and is clean and it's clean. Yeah. So, so um, and he <clears> said, <throat> uh, inside a virtual world, yeah, he has all these adventures inside mm. a virtual world. And around about the same time, sword art online came out and it was about a guy. So it was recent who, who meets all these people. Okay. It's very recent, very new anime mm. in a virtual world. Mm. And he goes, yeah, I love Sword Art Online. And he goes, I met the creators of Sword Art Online. Sick. And we had a good laugh about the fact that we both thought of the same sort of concept at mm. the same time. And he loves anime and he loves the fact that they get compared all the time. He doesn't mm. give a shit. Um, so yes, same kind of concept. Is, is So Sword Art Online. Okay, so all the ones that you've mentioned so far are all of these Jap Jap Japanese? Yes. Okay. Except for Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of them are made in Korea. Some of them are made okay. in sort of Singapore studios. Yeah. Depends where the studios are. Most of them are in Japanese as their default language. Um, but yeah, sort of online. Imagine that concept. Mm. And then the, the guy who made the game mm. uh, has ha and sold the ha headsets, mm. hacked it so that it, he clicks a finger and you're now trapped in that world. If you take off the headset, you die. It just sounds like some of these should be like live action films. It, so I would not be surprised if Sword Art Online gets mm. made into a live action film. Mm. It's uh, two or three seasons of absolute joy. It's wonderful. Wonderful to watch because okay. it's very modern, very new. Yeah. Out of those, oh, I didn't talk about um, one of the most entertaining ones, Attack on Titan. See, I heard a lot about this. Go on, uh, I, just, I, I just heard the name. I just heard the name being thrown around a lot and people wanted to watch it, but I never, I always thought it was a game. It is a game. And the game, oh, see. Okay. the game takes over from um, sort of halfway through season two. Okay, sick. So there are three seasons. Yep. It want, uh, if you want to play the game, the mm. best you can get out of the game is watch season one mm. at least and then play the game. And okay. uh, Attack on Titan is a odd, very odd future. Mm. People live in these, what feels like a medieval village. Okay. Like a, a town surrounded by a wall. Yep. Uh, and there's a legend that these giants suddenly appear mm. on the planet and the walls are there to protect you from these giants. Mm. And they're, they're literally giants. They're like mm. huge giants that can only be killed by attacking them on the back of the neck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And so to attack them, just in case they breach the wall, there are all these soldiers that are trained from society. Mm. And how, I mean, how can a little human attack a giant that's like three times the size mm. of a house? Mm. How would you do that? That's just like impossible. Yeah, yeah. So how, what they develop are these uh, things that you wear on your belt and they're like grappling guns. Okay. So you charge them up with gas. Mm. So they're pumped up and then you fire them like Batman. Mm -hmm. And these like quad grapple hooks, mm. two on each side of your hips, mm. um, attached to whatever, and you use them to swing around like Batman or Spider-Man across buildings, mm -hmm. even across the actual Titans themselves, to strategically attack them till you can get to the back of their neck and shoot them and kill them. And so armies of humans with these grapple cannons mm. go out to attack and defend the town against these Titans. It's a phenomenal concept and, again, very entertaining to watch. I had not played the game. Okay. I want to play the game because I saw the trailer of it and I was like, this looks just like the thing. That's wicked. So, yeah, original concept. Yeah. takes you out of this world um, and all their personal <laughs> shit is explored in the, in the process. So, what's been the most interesting out of those for you? I definitely. I, I really want to watch, uh, what's the one you mentioned before, Attack on Titan? Elfen Leard with the Naked Women. That's the one that's in it. Okay. Um, I'm definitely going to watch that one. Um, no, the one that you... Uh, what's the one you mentioned before? Attack on Titan? Uh, uh, any, is it any... Kenshin. Sora Online? Got to watch that one. Okay. Find, make sure you find season one. Watch season one first. Are these on Netflix? Or Amazon Prime, you know? I know season two was on Netflix. Okay. I can't remember seeing season one. I've seen it somewhere. It will be in one of them, I'm sure. And then... Any, is it Inuyash... Inuyash... Inuyashiki. That's one. That's yes, one, Last one Hero. That one to watch. It's very weird. It's dark. Okay. I want to, I want to try and give that a go. It looks different. And yeah. then um, the uh, Attack on Titan sounds interesting. Attack on Titan's fun. A, a game where you could do that sounds even better. I, I want to know what you think of Arjin. Which is that again? Arjin is this weird one where if you're one of these select few humans who gets mm -hmm. attached to the spirit, mm. then you become this Ajin thing mm. that can't die. Mm. If you get killed, you just get, you just come back together and you come back to life. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. And that takes people from place to place. It almost feels like I want to give all of these, at least the first episode a go. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine these concepts as animated concepts, but it's hard for me to do that because everything you're explaining to me would sound amazing as films. That, like, and they are, they are, they're, they're made like films. Yeah. I, I think Ajin is one of the most um, polished mm. movie-esque mm. uh, series I've seen for ages. Okay. That's okay. why I keep saying I want you to watch it because I want to see what you think. Well, I'm going to watch a couple of them at least if I can. Cool. Um, at least a couple of these We'll start watching these series and then I will pop back next episode. I think uh, I'm intrigued and it feels like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of exploring that it can do from a story perspective. Yeah. And also from a human perspective, from what you're explaining. Yes. Uh, but I think there's not enough of that in some of the stuff that we watch. No, no. Um, these these are stories of so much. They're so far out there. So I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued. Cool. Okay. Well, I, I hope that's been it. I hope listening in has been entertaining for other people. This is literally the kind of conversations we have in the pub. Um, and we thought it'd be good to record one um, when I'm trying to sell anime. Sometimes, to go, to go uh, 
sometimes I uh, I stop listening and, and drift off, but I managed to keep it together this time. <laughs> um, good. Okay. If you like that, hit subscribe and add us to your collection. We're on iTunes. We'll be on Spotify very soon. And um, you can find us on all your favorite podcast uh, applications. Don't forget, we're on Instagram at, at movieville.org, I think. Uh, on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter at, at movieville.org also. And we're also on Twitter ourselves, which are linked in the description below or description of this episode even. This is not YouTube. Jesus. I'm, I've been current. Oh, that'd be crucial. It's fun watching the alcohol slowly have an effect. <laughs> have an effect. Okay, see you everyone uh, next month. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>